The following is a sponsored program on WBT. We're heading to Cumberland County, North Carolina, Fayetteville, a city built on the 200-plus mile Cape Fear River. Now, when you say Fayetteville, many immediately think of Fort Bragg, Pope Airfield, and the defense industry. Others think of the Sand Hills of North Carolina. We're going to think about fishing. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. Bill Barty on this side, right beside Mr. Wes Lawson. Oh, Bill, I can't wait to go fishing today. <laughs> well, listen, we're going to go right between the coastal plain of our state of North Carolina, um, which is to the southeast, and to the Piedmont region of the state to the northwest, centered between both of those, is called the Sand Hills, and right in the middle of that is Fayetteville, North Carolina. But in the state of North Carolina, overall, there are three education centers that uh, NC Wildlife has, and uh, one is over in Brevard, the Pisgah Wildlife Center for Education. One is over in Corolla, uh, the Outer Banks Education Center, but right there in between, built in 2007, John E. Peckman Education Center was built right outside of Fayetteville. That center is different than the other two, and we're going to find out what that difference is. Tom Carpenter, welcome uh, as director of the Peckman Center. It's glad to have you. Tell us what that difference is. How is the Peckman Center different? Um well, we're we're focused solely on getting people. Uh, the short answer is our mission here at the center is to recruit new anglers and to uh, increase angling activity. And the reason for that being is we've recognized uh, a decline in hunting and angling participation over the years, and a large majority of our funding is generated from license sales and sport fish restoration funds that um, are paid in as an excise tax on fishing equipment to uh, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. That comes back to us in the form of um, grants that uh, we can tap into, and the money's based on uh, the number of license holders that we have in the state and then the square miles of the state itself. But that money comes back to us, and it pays for uh, uh, fish stockings, uh, um, research, uh, and uh, boating and fishing access, such as our ramps. And then there's also the uh, education component of it that we're a part of. So it's very important for us to keep uh, keep in contact with the uh, the community to keep license holders in and recruitment and uh, not having uh, uh, people lapse from fishing and keep that uh, momentum going for that funding. Uh, and it's uh, so we focus all our energy on teaching people how to fish so that we get out there and go more. And so how do you do that? What what draws people from across the state to come to just outside Fayetteville to learn how to do that? What's the secret sauce there? Uh, well, we've taken a little bit of a different approach. There, There's a lot of uh, programs across the country. People are doing things. Uh, but we're actually putting together curriculums for different skills. We have uh, fly fishing clinics, uh, fly tying clinics, um, we do a family fishing workshops, uh, a basic adult fishing workshops. You know, we've uh, 
we've missed a number of people over the generations that just never had an opportunity to try fishing. Maybe they're retired now, and they and they want to know. And so, the secret sauce now is advertising and saying that this great activity is relaxing. It's fun. It connects you to the outdoors. It's a social activity. And that's people come together inside these classes or around these classes, and they get to know people. And then they get to go out and experience different things, either with their family or new friends that they've made. And so for that introductory to fishing class, as an example, what does that entail? What are the participants doing when they're there with you all at the Peckman Center? Well, we'll we'll explain basic equipment, uh, difference between spin cast and spinning, uh, we'll go through some basic knots and some basic rigging. Um, we'll talk about uh, regulations and, uh, you know, going through the regulations digest and different uh, rules we got to abide by, how to be safe out there in the water, uh, different baits and lures that they can use. And then we'll go down here to the stock ponds that we have on this facility and uh, we'll, we'll let them fish for a few hours. That's a big deal, too, because you've got uh, six acres of water out there in those ponds, including uh, uh, or in addition to the 4,800-square-foot facility there with the interactive exhibit hall uh, on fishing, on conservation, and that sort of thing. So with that, with the ponds and lakes that you have there on the property, are you able to uh, bank fish as well as have kayak fishing programs? We do, do uh, we do have a kayak fishing program uh, as well. Uh, right now, we can take up to about 12 people in each one of those, and we go through all the um, uh, safety requirements and rigging and talk about different ways to make sure that uh, you're safe out there and your equipment's secure on the kayak. And when we go through all that, we go through some basic paddling strokes and get people to uh, used to that, and then um, let them fish on Lake Rim from the kayak for a couple of hours. Now, for our listeners that are listening to the Carolina Outdoors, we have a, a, a lot of people listening early on a Saturday morning via the airwaves of WBT Radio as we blast up and down the eastern seaboard. We also have other people across the Carolinas, across the country, and the world who are tuning in online via podcast. So this treat that you have as the Peckman Center there in Fayetteville um, for North Carolinians, it being, um, you know, with NC Wildlife, the state of North Carolina, what about people outside of the state of North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, and even beyond? Will you take them in as students as well? Uh, actually, we do, uh, and we do a lot of virtual programming now. Um, we do an entomology class. We do some of our fly tying classes, uh, surf fishing and pier fishing classes on uh, online now, uh, and COVID kind of uh, kicked all that or spurred us into getting that done a little bit quicker. But uh, we did an entomology class uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, and we had people registered from 27 different states and four Canadian provinces. So I uh, felt like that was pretty successful. But, but we, we take them in, in in the hopes that possibly they'll come to North Carolina and they'll contribute to our fisheries here and uh, basically our local economy when you think about it. So I like that you have an event 
that draws people from across the country and Canada, and you call that pretty successful. <laughs> that's 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 fun humility there. How did they find y'all? I mean, how did how did how did people across the country and Canada find the Peckman Center and and log on to to take one of these classes? Well, they can go to uh, the Wildlife Commission's website, nciwildlife.org, uh, and for a shortcut, type in a forward slash and Peckman, P-E-C-H-M-A-N-N, and then it'll take you directly to our page. And in the middle of the page is a link for program, calendar, and registration. And we're working to have all of our currently scheduled events up by the, uh, through the end of the year, and normally our registrations for each one open up about 45 days out from the actual event, and then we start taking, uh, uh, putting people into class from there. If you're just joining us, this is the Carolina Outdoors. I'm your host, Bill Barty, with the co-host with the most, Wes Lawson, right there. Right here. That's right, Bill. <laughs> so I am really interested about what we're learning here with Tom Carpenter of the John Peckman Center, but what I don't know is that much about Tom. Well, we're going to find out a little bit because he's got a background in fishing. Um, He's an Army veteran, and we're going to let him tell more. I know he's involved with Project Healing Waters, Fly Fishing International, and other things. Um, Tom, tell us, how did you get involved in the Peckman Center, but maybe even before that, your fishing background? Uh, Well, um, yeah, I am a veteran, as you mentioned, and uh, I left the Army uh in 96 and i actually wasn't involved in fishing that much after i got out i was more archery kind of guy i was uh, shooting 3d archery a lot and i went uh, had an opportunity to go to work for a local businessman here in a retail store running his archery shop and from there i uh, became a sales rep for a number of um, fishing and hunting manufacturers uh, here in North Carolina and worked the state of Virginia as well. And fishing was just a great interest of mine. And one of the things, um, uh, I ended up working as a national sales manager for, or a uh, sales director for a, a large company out of upstate New York. And, um, I was traveling a lot. So I kind of migrated toward fly fishing because I could easily slip a fly rod into a suitcase along with my fly tying stuff and that gave me something to do uh, when I was out and about and I was getting to see all these great places across the country got fish Florida a number of times and the Bighorn River and um, just developed fly tying skills and it, uh, and, and for our listeners out there, uh, we should say that when you were spending that time in New York, uh, many look at that area um, as the birthplace of modern fly fishing in North America. Not necessarily Wyoming or Montana or Colorado. It is upstate New York. And uh, Tom, of course, Wes and I here um, promote the sport of fly fishing as we hang our hats uh, each day at Jesse Brown's Outdoors. So you're close to home with us in that regard. But we do know that you got your bona fides um, through some fly fishing classes at the famed Joan Wolf Fly Fishing School. Tell us a little I, bit about that. Well, um, I studied a lot of different uh, books and stuff about fly fishing and never 
it never really clicked. And, of course, when I came to work here at the Peckman Center, we were teaching different classes, and we were looking for a way to do that that just made it very simple for people to understand. And one of my colleagues had attended uh, Jones School, and um, she she recommended it to me. So I was fortunate enough to have an opportunity to go there. And uh, to be perfectly honest, I, I was quite intimidated uh, by Joan. And, and even at the time, she was 86, 87 years old. Uh, but what they taught me up there and how to talk to people about fly fishing and how to explain fly casting to a person I uh, spent six, six and a half, seven days up there. Uh, it was absolutely the most remarkable part of fly fishing I've ever been involved with, and I, I'd love to have an opportunity to go again. Well, and uh, we for went, many went of our listeners, gamut. for many of our listeners too, they should know that uh, Joan is still in New York up there. Um, the school is still operating, but she is a, a, a world casting champion um, from way back. I mean, uh, before the mid-century. Um, so she is uh, kind of the Queen Elizabeth of fly fishing, if you will. Well, you know, the great thing about Joan Wolf is she still has that presence. And though she is barely five feet tall and barely 100 pounds soaking wet, she, she has a great sense of tact and bearing. But I think she set her first record in like 1947, outcasting men. It was really she. She is right. the real deal, um, and we are lucky to have her. Well, and we're also lucky for uh, Tom to have that education. Right. So, is a lot of uh, uh, Tom Carpenter uh, is a lot of the programming that uh, whether it be fly fishing, kayak fishing, conventional tackle, fly tying, or rod building, is the Peckman Center using um, those types of formats in the programming as you bring in not only new anglers uh, of any sort but also the more experienced anglers as well uh yeah absolutely we're, we're trying to build upon that the idea and formulate uh, curriculums and stuff and we, we build a lot of fly tying uh handouts and and things like that but uh what what we hope to do is be able to re- repeat this in other locations with uh, different people so we're very strong on volunteerism. Uh, matter of fact, there's only three uh, uh, permanent employees here, so without volunteers, we couldn't do any anything near what we do. Uh, so we spend a lot of time training volunteers in, in these uh, casting and, and teaching techniques and developing that so that we have a greater reach in the community and can do more programs. So um, how can folks get involved to volunteer with you and your team? Well, uh, they go back to the website, ncwildlife.org, forward slash Peckman, P-E-C-H-M-A-N-N. There's a link on there for the volunteer application. Uh, They can send that directly to me, or they can call me uh, uh, on the phone number that's listed on the website, and I can give them all the information that they want, and uh, we can get them right into the system. So, Tom, at the beginning of this chat, you, we were talking about the health of people getting out on the water, getting out fishing, buying fishing licenses, being outdoors, uh, all of that. So we've got over, well, I guess it's been, are we going into our 14th year almost uh, or so since the Peckman Center opened? 
what is the health of of fishing and recreational fishing in North Carolina and people buying licenses and people participating? Is it on the rise? Uh, it it was with COVID. Uh, the, as we come out of this, it's going to really tell the tale. And our, our objective at, at this point is to retain uh, a lot of those new anglers and um, people that just came back to the sport as we come out of this COVID uh, situation. But uh, across the country, uh, outdoor participation spiked because people saw it as an easy way to get out and enjoy being with their family or friends and being able to social distance at the same time. And um, you know, it it is considered uh, a relaxing, uh, and and it's kind of funny to me that uh, our conceptions are kind of being proved wrong now. And that uh, a lot of research indicates that uh, uh, for a lot of people, that catching the fish is kind of secondary to everything else that's going on. Oh, well said. Uh, participating and being out there is is probably first and foremost, and and catching the. Uh, catching the fish is the dessert on top. Uh, how does spring and summer look for our listeners out there who are like, you know what, I'm going to volunteer or I'm going to sign up. Pre-registering is required, I, I-, I believe. But um, what do you think about the rest of the spring and moving into the summer? Uh, I, we're going to get busier. Uh, we're trying to bring on more programs and offer more programs. So there'll be plenty for people to help us with if they want to uh, volunteer. Uh, as some of the COVID restrictions begin to relax, then we'll be able to do larger crowds than what we can do at this point. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll get beyond the point where the, the social distancing and, and some of the other stuff is relaxed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're really looking to really increase things going into the summer. We're going to be... Uh, working with a lot of different groups. Uh, you mentioned I work with Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing. It's a very important uh, uh, group to me, uh, as well as Boy Scouts and and uh, a lot of these groups that provide social support for participants to remain in fishing after they leave us. We want them to connect with each other and be able to fish, uh, get out there and go on their own, basically, is, is our, our goal. So, you know, listeners, take a quick look at the, the events calendar for the Peckman Center and do note that you need to pre-register before attending any of those events. It's a great-looking calendar. And, of course, uh, Project Healing Waters and uh, scouting are big parts of our personalities at Jesse Brown's. We do believe in those and so many other activities or organizations that get folks outside and on the water. That website's ncwildlife.org. You can do the forward slash Peckman, P-E-C-H-M-A-N-N. It's a 4,800-square-foot facility with interactive exhibit halls on fishing and conservation in North Carolina, six acres of ponds, uh, kayak fishing, conventional fishing, fly fishing. All of that is under the Peckman umbrella, and it's all directed by Tom Carpenter. Tom, thank you so much for joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors. Well, thank you. He's Wes Lawson. I'm Bill Barty. We'll be back with more after this.